Hold on, hold on, PSA. You nasty mouth. Y'all need to brush your teeth. Style today is disgusting. And I was going on some of the youngest because them big red mischief boots. If you wear a 13, nah. It's not It's not a romper, bro. It's a two-piece. I thought he was about to hit me with the romper. I saw the drawstring as soon as he said romper. And I love Lil Dirk. Had a skateboard in his shirt. That's not fashion. So he's like, yo, Puff, relax. And Puff's like, nah, that. So this Puff picks up some ice and just throws it. You f***ing light-skinned I hate you. Yo, what's good? What's poppin'? What it is, what it ain't, what it could be, what it should be, what it would be. Cam Newton, the son, Mr. Boogie the All, and I'm here with another episode, a special episode of Funky Friday. Now, the guest that I have here today, entrepreneur, music, executive, producer, radio host, lifestyle specialist, and he corrected me, and this is the most important, a black father to two boys. I present to some and introduce to others, Mr. Kenny Burns. Cam! Yes, sir. It's Funky Friday, man. You dig it up, It's saying? Funky uh, Friday, man. What's happening? Now, listen, you know, <laughs> yeah. no pun intended, but we ain't got no doggone, uh, no, no title sponsors, but mm. shoot, you got this roast set up here, Maddie Magnificent. Talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tell I'm me trying, what you got. I'm trying to get out of the good time Kenny mode. You know, okay. everybody knows I'm the life of the party. We don't have many good Absolutely. times together. Um, but as a part of my journey, man, I was doing these things for these other companies mm -hmm. and had the, you know, opportunity to do it for myself, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm a Series A investor in Uncle Nearest. That's our new rye. Uh, big shout out to Fellowship because they hold us down. You dig it. You know what I'm talking about? The dream is real. Yeah. Um, and, you know, LS Cream Liqueur is a Haitian Cremos inspired cream liqueur that we invested in, actually on 10% of this company and 10% of uh, Spearhead Spirits, which is... Bayab, Gin, and Vusa Vodka. So we're mm. making the play for ownership, man. Man, I love that. Yeah. And, you know, just to just to start things off right, I don't know, me being from Atlanta and me obviously seeing you on the scene for so long, this Benjamin Buttons, my boy. <laughs> he ain't got a gray in his damn hair, uh, uh, in his beard, but the, the, the steez of how, you know, everybody hears about Kenny Burns it's not only through the airways of, 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 of radio personality, but bro, like you are the life of the party. Thank Being you, bro. able to curate a vibe, curate an energy. And the last time, um, you know, I really saw you was at <laughs> Howard Homecoming. Yeah. And that was rocky. Yes, sir. Heard y'all were upstairs at first. Yeah. What, what happened, nigga? And they had us over there partying with uh, uh, me, Ma, and them. <laughs> they was upstairs you know, with the old the, the, the old folk. And yeah. ain't no, ain't no disrespect, mm -hmm. you know, man. But you know, as I always tell people, I'm professionally ratchet. Like, yeah. the, it ain't gonna take nothing for this Atlanta to come out. The yeah. Collar Park, the G Silent. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we had a good time. But every time, I just, I, I respect, I respect your age, bro. You know what I'm saying? I respect that you are OG. And every time I see you, bro, it's always positivity. Thank you, know you man. Saying? Thank you. And it's on purpose. I think for me, it's never been about me. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. from being a young and being the leader of my crew, taking them with me when I first got some money or, you know what I'm saying? Like teaching people what I know for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody gets paid because they know something today, right? But I've been sharing game, free game for, for decades, man. I yeah. think that's what, what has kept me in the game. Right. So... Before before we transition into the whole bulk of, of of you know this interview, like I don't even really like call it an interview. As I said, I just wanted to have a candid conversation. Yeah. 
Um, Feel like we at your crib. You dig what I'm saying? Just a good, smooth little vibe. Now, you done did something that a lot of people weren't able to do. I don't know if it was just the, 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 the exclusive strings that you had to pull, but tell me about the 50th uh, yeah, birthday man. celebration, bro. You know what, man? That was a culmination of, um, you know, putting, putting it out in the air. You know, uh, I have been saying Prince is my father mm. forever. My, my mama liked to say that Frankie Beverly, my daddy, mm -hmm. um, but I never met him. Uh, <laughs> and so I think that, you know, when I was saying this man and being a fan of this man's art for so long, I mean, I never forget, uh, big shout out to Detroit, what up though? I literally was living in Detroit for a year um, and Prince in 1984 came out with Purple Rain and I mm -hmm. saw it when I was like 11 years old at Norwest Theater on Grand River. Mm. And the way he touched Apollonia, like changed my life. Mm. The way he had, it was the scene in the bedroom she had on the red, yeah. and he went from behind, he grabbed her neck, and he took the little finger and he started to swipe. But it was like I was getting, the, I was into feeling, I was feeling the girl thing. Yeah. You know, I was like into my, yeah. my, my loins were starting to pop. Yeah. And I just from that point on, man, just fell in love with the music. I mean, Purple Rain arguably one of the greatest albums of all time. Talked about no skips. Adore is the best slow song of all time. And when I was getting ready for my 50th, you know, I've done every party you could imagine. Versace, right. Manchester, I mean, everything you could imagine first, by the way. Right. And so my barber, I was in the chair with my barber and he was like, man, what you doing for the 50th, man? You need to do it at your father's house. Mm. I was like, my daddy dead. What you, <laughs> my real daddy. My real daddy dead. He didn't have no home. What did you talk <laughs> about, Ron? It was Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah, he said, look, man, do it at Prince's house, Paisley Park. I said, Hey, hey, Cam, I'm telling you, I got about the chair. I, I, you had a moment. I had a moment because I didn't even think about it. Of, of all the admiration, of all the storytelling, you know, I had never thought about it one time until he suggested it. And two phone calls later, literally had the, you know, the, the managing director of, the, of Paisley Park on the phone. Wow. End up putting that deposit down and the rest is history. Say less. Yeah. I think that was a pretty ticket. Hey. Like, oh, it, it would hey. be... <laughs> It, it wouldn't be right if you ain't you ain't make it do what it do. Nah, for sure. And, and you know what the brilliant thing is? Man, I had six hundred plus people fly to Minneapolis. Mm. Yeah, like literally, I had the some, love with like just the no, show no. It support. was so it was so much love, man. And I was going. My son had brain surgery, so I was forgetting people. But you know, people would check in and be like, "Yeah, come, I saw you on the plane." Yeah, like, yo. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got I got through. I, I literally only missed probably fifty people that I wanted there out yeah. of the six hundred. I think it was six hundred twelve people, but. It was just a blessing, man. It was a combination of love yeah. that I've poured into people. And that night, man, it was crazy, by the way. I had some things go down last minute where they tried to stop the party. No way. Oh, bro. I never told the story publicly. What? Never. Um, I literally got there on Friday. My uh, event planner, um, big shout out to Trisha, um, she called me, she's like, yo, Party's been put on hold to a further notice. I'm like, what are you talking about? Now, mind you, I'm getting off the plane from Atlanta. It's 100 people on my flight. Right. I'm literally walking. With you. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm walking to the airport. It's 100 people. Mm. And I'm in front of the line trying to walk fast to get to the baggage claim. So I'm like, yo, I can't. What are you talking about? Figure this shit out. So my man from the Timberwolves, um, True Pettigrew, called me. I, was, I wanted to take care of everybody that night. So right. we had the, the Lakers play, right. um, you know, Ant-Man and the yeah. Timberwolves. Yeah. Uh, that's how I said, home team. Mm -hmm. um, so... You know, I was like going through this all day. We went to the game and at night they're like, yeah, you got to do all these things to have the party. I'm like, what do you, we have a contract. I paid you, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I 
I had an album cover as my invitation. Right. And the album cover had the album Prince, but it's now Kenny, and I put my face on Prince's head. Mm -hmm. So they basically said I did I had infringement, but they had everything. Like it was they already had it in their possession to review. Bro, they had everything. Four months of production call. Like this was a production. This wasn't right. no come in, turn the music on. This, mm, this I had is a circus. This is this a circus is, so late. Yeah. Like, this ain't no damn last minute pop-up shop. You like, feel me? I had Slutty. I, I spent 20000 to bring the Slutty Vegan no, truck didn't. up. Yeah, I did. I had Slutty Vegan for the free 99. Mm. Yeah, you drinking all that Moet Hennessy for hey, free. You got something to soak it up. You feel me? The right way. And then I had D-Nice Clock. I had everything. They made me take my 10 foot, I had a 10 foot by 10 foot album cover with my face for Instagram, but they made me take that out. They took the step, they took, they wanted me to take my step and repeat outside because they said Prince ain't drink. What? Yeah, they, they took all the branding from the liquor off of the everything. Like it was unbelievable. And, and mind you, at 8.30, the first bus, I got bus service from all three hotels that we sold out uh, for everybody. They ain't nobody, all you had to do was show up. That's it. Dog, they, they had the first bus sitting in front of them Pays the park for almost so an they, hour. So they waiting at the door, ready to. Man, they waiting. But but let me tell you how God works, and this is why mm. why you always have to believe in what you put into the universe. All that's going. And my mama was outside. Mm. My mama. Okay. So was of course she's straight in the bus and whatever because they were luxury buses. They weren't the, the Greyhound joints. And so <laughs> long story short, so the they they opened the doors. And, and in my mind, I'm like, all right, cool, doors open. But I go downstairs to the hotel. Everybody's like waiting for the next bus that are in, because it's two bus uh, to go and two buses to come back. Right. So the second bus was waiting for the bus to return. So I go down thinking everything ready, we about to party. They literally in the thing, kitty! So at first, and I got a picture, man, I'm gonna give you this picture. I got a picture where I'm so happy, but then I was like, y'all don't understand it. what these try to do to me, man, they try. So dog, they put their arms around me like, we, like I was being saved in church. Mm. Everything, the bus pulled up as they was hugging me. They got in the bus, I get there. So in my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna get to Paisley Park and it's gonna be 25 people in it. Cause I'm figuring, you know, it's three mm. hotels, mind you, we in one. Yeah. So I'm looking at all these people like, damn, everybody at the other hotel just like this. But right. no, I sent them in the front. I went through the back, man, had a, had a, you know, have a whole conversation with the management. I went out there, Cam, and peeked around that curtain and Paisley Park was packed. Mm. Everything just lifted, bro. I got my mama introduced me, came out, man. Right. It was like I ain't cried nothing. And I'm, I was, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. But I literally had the time of my life, bro. As you should. Going through all that though, people don't know what be going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. but even even for that, bro. Like, I mean, I was so excited just to to have this because I'm like, bro, what the f this Kenny do? Like, what's it's it's almost like the 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 duck analogy. Yeah. Like you see a duck just smooth sailing <laughs> on top of the of a lake or a pond. Yeah. Meanwhile, his feet underneath the water going ten thousand miles per hour. You mm. feel me? And nobody really gives credit to the person who just figures this shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I um, which brings me to this point, right? Take me. Give me your top three. I know this hard. Being 20 years plus in this in this industry yeah. of, of entertainment and culture. Yeah. Give me your top three parties where it's just like, bro, if I could just go back that night. Yeah. It was just, it was an energy, whether it was tense, nah, whether sure. it was, you know what I'm saying? Take me there. 
Hey, I just want to tell you, you're getting great at this. Okay, uh, that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, to a person like myself, because I've done so many parties. Yeah. Uh, number one would have to be Paisley Park now. Okay. Right. Uh, number two would be the Versace Mansion, my 35th birthday party. What? And number three was Jermaine Dupree when he celebrated So So Deaf 20 at the world famous compound. Uh, um, and that, that, I gotta give you four. That was Jay-Z, his last time in the club. Mm. And we had one of the best times, but, and I might switch this order up to be honest. Mm -hmm. I might put the compound birthday bash uh, I forgot what year it was, but y'all know me and what I do right. for artists and celebrities alike. I make everybody feel comfortable. like this mm -hmm. my sh right. and we gonna right. celebrate light. Like I just that's the energy. Right. And just black, just black excellence. Like you know what I'm saying, grown man. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, king. Yeah, so people can feel their worth, right? Because yeah. you know we know your star, but this your night. Yeah, I'm set. You know what I mean? And that's from the person that's getting married, celebrating the birthday, all the way to the right. celebrity, but. This particular night, man, Compound used to have a, a, a certain entrance. But I was like, yo, we got so many celebrities coming tonight. I want to make the ultimate movie. And I want them to go around to the back. And when they get to the back, when they start to walk out their car to the back, let me know who it is so that when they get to the door, I can have a record playing. I swear for God, Shardy Lowe, Future, mm. Outkast, mm. Drake, yeah. uh, you name it, Kanye West. No way. Bro, I got the, the most legendary picture ever of Kanye West and Drake. When they talk about them two, I'm in the middle of the picture, and it's from that night in Compound. Mm. So I'm, I'm literally, you got to imagine this. Shawty Lowe come to the door. Ladies and gentlemen, it must be two sides, and they drop yeah, it, said, right? Outcast come in. Ladies and gentlemen, the best rap duo in the history. I'm setting these... Up just like oops, you hear me? Just like, and they coming in like, and everybody's going crazy. And then Kanye came in last. I got on that mic. I said, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Grammy Duke, the Wop, the Blitted Amp, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about." And I was like, "Wait till I get my money, money right." right. Oh. When I tell you, everybody levitated, was <laughs> off their feet, bro. And it was so beautiful because I don't think at that time in Atlanta history. Party-wise, had mm -hmm. we had that moment. Yeah. We king of the bottle service, yeah. 100 bottles. Right. We could highlight a person. But at that moment, every, every rapper mm -hmm. that meant something to culture was there that night. Mm -hmm. And I brought him in like Maceo brought James Brown out. And it mm -hmm. was the most exciting night of the world-famous compound I ever had. Man, I think, you know, just with that, um, me being at my age, 33, having... You know, a cigar line. You 33, line. Cam? 33, bro. This is annoying. You yeah. are. This man. You 33, champ. 33, bro. You got a whole nother life ahead of you. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. I felt that in my spirit to share. It's all right. But even, but I would say this. I was, I was in Atlanta when they had Vanquish. Yeah. When they had rain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Blue flame. It, bro, you could go literally go. I'm been so out of the loop because I've just been in fellowship every single day. But every single day in Atlanta, you had a place to go. Oh, no question. Gold room, Magic City yeah. Mondays. Then you had a Tuesday. Yeah. Then you had a Wednesday. Then you had tongue and groove. Then you had going back on Friday. On. Then Saturday. Then a Sunday velvet room. You was outside. You just, like, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm talking about new money cam, too. Yeah. So I'm out here splurging. <laughs> yeah. I don't even drink. I ain't never drink a day of my life. You yeah. feel me? I, I just recently started drinking wine, uh, 2015. But I'm talking about, bro. 
I'm outside just every single night just yeah. going. But at this particular point in time, in this segment of the show, we have what we call funky fives. You dig what I'm saying? I feel you. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to show you five pictures. Yeah. And everybody knows Cam with these flagrant, aggressive, super hella moves of fashion. Yeah. You okay. Know what I'm saying? All right. I'm going to show you a picture <laughs> and I want you to critique it. Come on. Now you either can, it's either a one, yeah. two, three, or a five, or a four. Same thing. Okay. Whatever the fuck. One, one through five. You feel me? Got you. It's one through five, right? But you're going to give the number, and then you got to give your analytical critique. Right of, there. Got it. Would you wear it? Uh, that ain't my steez. Uh, it's a joke. All right. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. So here goes your funky five. And one being all right, five being the best. Five being the... No, let's flip it. Five being trash, the one is just like, the okay, that's it. Not the two. All right, here we go. Young Cam. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna get at. I'm gonna get at a. Please speak freely. Three. Okay. Well. I'm, I'm gonna give it a three because the pants are definitely a vibe. I give you the f the credit of the black upper body. We're not too much going on in the leather. Um, one, I appreciate your confidence. You know, I'm a love machine. Yeah. So I, I really can't critique your style in the sense that you don't have style because yeah. you wear it confidently. Yeah. But I would give that a three based on how you put it together. Say less. Here we go. Next one. Young Cam. Mm. Um, yeah, I get out of three, too. Okay. You're confident, man. So it's not like you give up. What I'm saying, anyway. Yeah, I don't. But 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 <laughs> but it's like yeah yeah like you know what I mean. Listen, a good pattern top and bottom goes. I just that pattern for goes. the fucking yeah. for the record. Sorry sorry. Mom. That's a jumpsuit. It's not. It's not a romper, bro. It's a two piece. That's what I said at first. Folk, but folks I thought he was about to hit me with the, the romper. I saw the drawstring folks, as soon as he said folks romper. Folks hit me with the romper like I just really onesied in and then zipped it up. Like, bro, hell no. Nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. hat, Mashika. You dig? No, your hat. Your hat. I killed. I killed I kill Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Like, went Cam, viral. Cam, Cam, Cam. Your confidence kills everything. Bro. Say that. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting worried. And, and, and there's a difference between fashion and style. This Explain. is your style. Because people don't understand the value of having style. You can put whatever on, but if ain't no personality under it, then the clothes is wearing you. What'd they say? You wear the clothes. You wear the clothes. The clothes don't wear you. Come on. It's in you. It, it, listen, and a lot of niggas ain't got that vegetable. Mm. That in your vegetable? Yeah. They ain't had it in their life. Eat some in you. But you know, you done been around, you done been around. <laughs> <laughs> Eat some in you. Some in them yeah. in your vegetables. Hey, what do you say to the dudes that's just like, they got money, big chains, yeah. big this, like, like where you at with it when it comes to style? I think that you should have a sense of personal style, not what you see. I mean, right now it's disgusting. Mm. Style today is disgusting. You know, I just had an episode called Fashion Killer, and I was going on some of the youngest because them big red mischief boots. It's like, if you wear 13, nah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you a six, you know what I'm saying, or under, you might be able to be casually yeah. by yourself with them. 
No, yeah. don't come out in public. Yeah. And you a thug. Who you running from? And nobody. And, and then, you know what I mean? And I love Lil Dirt. Love yeah. how he, you know, is embracing his woman and growing and evolving. Had a skateboard in his shirt. Mm. That's not fashion. Okay. That's not an ode to nobody. Yeah. That's you looking f stupid. Yeah. And but, it, you know, and, it, and it's, it's to each his own. Huh? To, it, to each his own. To each his own. But, but, but I'm not, I'm not tearing. I respect him and his growth. Okay. But people t t tend to think what you see on, you know, in fair in Paris Fashion Week yeah. as, as that's it's law. Gonna, it's gonna rock in in, in 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 any type of setting. That ain't gonna it's go not. at the Lakers game. No, it's not. Course I. Uh, uh, the With Hawks the kiss game, boots on. It's, no, it's not. Yeah, so I mean, I just I want people to dive into their personal style. If you Slick Rick has been wearing eight million chains his whole life, yeah, but that's who he is. Right. You understand me? And right. even like with your style of dressing, like when you first was having the, the hair through the hats, yeah. you were doing nobody was really doing. They not going. And do. it's the confidence of the man yeah. that can. I man, just just so you knew, but you already knew this camera or people. I never gave a damn what you thought, like. Yeah. And, and and I'm a lover. Like I I'm a respectable person. Like I respect each and every person. But it's like when it comes down to your feelings about me, yeah. man. But I, you don't you don't I don't think you ever and I and I'm gonna say this mm -hmm. freely, I don't think you've ever offended anybody with your fashion because you kept going. Yeah. Now when you wear sweaters that's longer than their arms. And bell bottoms that they can't walk in. With the boot cut. Just, just things that you know ain't even comfortable. Style is all about being comfortable too. Right. Here we go. Boom. Yeah, you won. That's that's the best look of the day. I'll give you a five for that. Thank you. I'll give you a five for that. Thank you. Round of applause for a five, y'all. Yeah. Me? But well, you know another thing too, bro? Yeah. My type of fashion. Like you gotta, I, I describe mine as uh, some dudes be like Neapolitan, some dudes be Chick Fil A ice cream. You know, you may got three flavors. Like, bro, I'm Baskin Robbins. No, you outside. Thirty one for like, trying, bro. I want to wear. A you're suit. trying everything. I'm everything, bro. Bro, bro, bro and it's and it's me though. Listen, bro. Because when you go to fellowship, bro, you got to put that on. This just ain't no boogie down Bronx type of yeah. deal. Like this is the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, you got to have the tie. The you got to have some type of you know customizations with the not the tie, but you got to have the hat. Mm -hmm. Then you had to have the customizations of the hat. It has to sit perfect. It can't be all wrinkled dink. It can't be wrinkled Talk either. Young. Then you got to have a dog on. Something to just go huh? with the tie. You got to have some glasses on. Your teeth have to be brushed. Hold on. Neuter. Hold on. Hold on. PSA. You nasty mouth. Y'all need to brush your teeth. And just because you got veneers, just because you got veneers, you still got to brush your teeth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, now, now. They give veneers and act like it's no more work. Come on, dog. Why the f you think you got veneers in the first place? That's, hey. Boy, you said something. I'm just... I'm sorry. But I'm gonna tell Mama, you. Mama, I'm thing. sorry for cursing so much. Okay. I know you referred to it. But your the Mama. most Mama. important thing, though, I've been I've been told that I have a ghost. Because baby, when I walk past you, you're gonna smell me five strides away from you. Hold on, Cam. Yes, sir. They don't understand that is half of the outfit. Mm. When you walk into a room, mm. they got to feel your presence, not just with their eyeballs, with their nose, Come on. with their hands. Come they on. they sit all the senses all have the to senses. be in play. And the ears, you gotta talk that talk. Yeah. Man, boy, we putting a class yeah. together. Shit. Yeah. Pay yeah. attention. Here we go. Boom. Yeah, uh, Cam, I'm a um talk to me. I'm a f with you with the headscarf. That's brave. It's That's a brave. bambushka. Yeah, whatever. It's a bambushka. Scarf. I yeah. love the I listen. 
again, it goes back. And y'all know me. I tell somebody when keep it a buck. Super horrible. Keep it a buck. Uh, are those actual studs or is that just material? What do you mean? The polka dots. No, that was a. Um, if I, it was a uh, Robert Graham. Uh, so is it is it like a material, elevated material? It was a material, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, I ain't mind yeah. give you three for that. Appreciate that. But the bambushka, though, see, check this out, though. I'm going to give you the backstory to this. That summer, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Paris Fashion Week. And I was like, this, I seen Virgil. I see, he had, he was so hard. Shit, ooh, um, He had an off-white and he had a Louis Vuitton. Uh, fashion show. Was he designing by then? But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. was three years ago. Okay, three years ago, post COVID. Yeah. Okay. And when no pre COVID, my pre COVID. Yeah, yeah. So when when I went to one particular show, I was like, bro, what the f are they wearing around their heads? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm asking everybody, hey, is that a scarf? And then one of the ladies said, shh, it's a bambushka. Oh, talk I said. Man, yeah. I done Google all type yeah. of bambushka type of styles and everything. It's so. great to know what you're wearing, though, because, see, yeah. a lot of times people try to call it out. Yeah. So you know it. Yeah, it is. You know so it's about? a scarf. Yeah, it's a scarf. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's the typical, like, Italian, older woman type of steez, and which is fashion. Too. Listen, man, you, you just put it on a, a different way you know than saying? other Here people put it on. Okay. Suspender shorts. I give you a three, man. Listen, I'm consistent. Yeah, you consistent. But I, I was trying to, I was trying to be preppy with it though. It, it didn't hit like I thought it was going to hit, but uh, it is what it but is. But listen, man, you know the the, the whole game of fashion is mm -hmm. to make them look. Yeah. Huh? You, do you agree with that? Oh, for sure. But so you you're you're doing it for. But a I'm so comfortable too, like. I see the preppiness with the bow tie, you know what I'm saying? And if anybody knows anything about ATL, that prep movement was a outcast. Well, the like, prep movement in general, just polo. The polo, that yeah. polo epidemic, like yeah. boom and damn when Kanye came, pink polo with the backpack. Here y'all don't know who bought we were rap back. Come on. Virgil Diamond. Golly. Yeah. Yeah, man. So there she blows. So that's the you know. But I, I'm going to tell you one thing I, I like about your fashion in general. Okay. You wear clothes that fit your body. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think this, listen now, I told you I've been around some years, some decades. I've seen the, the baggy come back. But the baggy today is disrespectful. Yeah. The baggy today is uncomfortable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? At least when, because I never wore 5X nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I might have did double X and I'm a large. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So I think there's rules. You ain't flagrant. No, you, but I think in life you shouldn't be. Yeah. Not if you want to be known for something. Mm -hmm. But I say, with that being said, and as we kind of transition back into... Um, I like these new segments, by the way, y'all. You know, yeah. as, we, as we... as Variety. We, of course. You know, you yeah. got to... Bro, this Baskin Robbins, bro. Come on. You, know, you just on. can't be that vanilla, or we're going to switch it up. Let's put cookies and cream. Like, nah, uh-uh. We're going to hit you with the Rocky Roll. With that rainbow sherbet. You know, the less sherbet. Raspberry yeah. sherbet. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They were gonna get you with the mud pie. I love this guy. Like, me, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to evolve. Go on international players. You know what I'm saying? I would say this, bro. A lot of people have seen, you know, you for a while, but they really don't know the journey of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
and the affiliation from many different artists to even with Jay-Z, even with Monica. Puff, like, yeah, all the legendary Puff, stars, like, yeah. Talk to me through that. Like, how, so, did, how, do we, how did we evolve into the person that we are today? So I got locked up my senior year in high school. I was a basketball star in D.C. And, um, you know, just trying to be Scarface, all the things we were taught to do. Um, and, you know, I couldn't go to college because of the, you know, charge. the charge. And um, I tried to go to community college, play ball, work my way back. At that time, my cousin came to Morehouse. Um, and he was like, dog, um, as soon as you can get off papers, you need to come to Freaknik. And I'm like, what? What? What's a freak, Nick? What yeah. are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, man, it's the Black College reunion down here. It's in April, man. If you can come, you should come. So I literally did, you know, did everything I could to get down here that freak, Nick. And it was freak, Nick, 92. Mm. I was 18. And I came down, man, and it changed my life. It changed the way I viewed the world. You know, at that time, all you could see is the Cosby Show, a different world, things right, like that. Right, but right. to come to the biggest cluster of historically black college and university and see people just like you from all over, and then mind you, there was no social media. So my mm -hmm. cousin, they ran things, you know what I mean? Right, so word of mouth. big shout out to Leo. So he was like, yeah, my cousin come down and you know, he, he getting off papers, da, da, he's just that in the third boom, boom. Yeah. And I, you know, I knew people that were from DC and Detroit that moved to Atlanta to go to school. Yeah. So I came here, man, and wanted to implement what Puff was doing in DC where I was from. He was the party guy. Yeah. He was in the music. So, you know, started throwing parties immediately, became Funk Clinic Fridays. It's mm. funny you got Funky Friday. We had yeah. Funk Clinic Fridays. Yeah. And um, it just took off, man. We gave Outkast their first stage on that side of the fence. Right. Because um, back then, you know, people ain't f with the AUC that lived in Atlanta. Mm. It was kind of separated. Correct. 112 was where you would meet, you know what I mean? Eventually Atlanta Live is where you would meet to kind of experience both. Right. But we were the crew, man, that kind of integrated that, man, and made it cool. Because everything used to come to the AUC, all the artists on promo everything. tours and all that. Everything. So we started doing Funk Clinic Fridays, ended up bringing you know, the Big Mac promo with Biggie and Craig Mac. Mm. So I became a legend throwing parties. Yeah. And so um, one big party in particular was the Big Mac promo. Puffing them, had, you know, at that time he he was my idol. Like I was like, I'm I'm, I'm blueprinting him. Right. And um, you know, came he had Biggie, Craig, Mac, the whole crew, let them all in for free. This freak Nick '94, and um, it just went left real quick. Mm. And pistols and all types of that, you know, what I'm saying made it legendary. As you would expect. You, you know what I mean? But that got the respect. From them, so every time he came to Atlanta, it was like Kenny Burns from 20 to 20. We they gonna be at the party, yeah. and so then I tried my hand at music, man. I was in the 112 parking lot passing out flyers one time, literal flyers, mm -hmm. and um, uh, Dave Gates and Claude Austin, Dallas Austin's brother, came up to me like, man, you throw a hell of a party, man. We got this artist named Monica. You know, we tried to put this record called "Don't Take It Personal" out once, it didn't really work, but we going for ads again because we think we got some momentum. I was like, say less. Ended up getting hired by Rowdy Records in Dallas, Austin. Mm. Took Monica to about, I put on the Black Expo, which was gold in the South back then. Right, right, and right. so she came back, Don't Take a Person, went platinum. Album ended up selling a bunch of records. So I was feeling myself. I'm in a meeting one day, and I'm like, tell her I need 500 a year. Mm. I'm, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking I'm responsible for everything, yeah, not knowing yeah, all the integral yeah. pieces, you know what I mean? Right. And so he heard I said, I'm in a meeting. And uh. then he was like, you're fired then. You did. No. So big shout out to Dallas Austin. And uh yeah, so we, you know, end up parting ways at the same time when I was consulting for Damon Dash and Rockefeller Records and J and Biggs. I'm talking about before, you know, we had a song called 22 Tools. Mm. This around the same time. 
and um, ended up bringing him to Atlanta. So we just became cool. Rockefeller ended up going. I was known for helping the street teams nasty with that. So all the things, I'm, I'm getting a name for myself. Correct. So fast forward through all that, end up, you know, just going to Motown Records where I met my father, Andre Harrell, mm -hmm. the best, best human I ever met in my life. Taught me about lifestyle, like how to really, from the socks to everything, you know right. what I'm saying? Not that I wasn't already fresh, but he showed me my first Basquiat. He showed me mm. things I had never seen. He had an apartment on the Upper West Side, driver, you know what I'm saying? Right. All this art. So I started implementing the things that I saw. And uh, then I wanted to be a label. And I signed a girl group called Dream. Andre was the president of Bad Boy. He ended up signing mm -hmm. uh, highest debut for girl groups. So I was just feeling my way through, you know what I'm saying? Then I get to the point where um, I wasn't really feeling the, the music business. And then I gave Dame the movie Paid in Full. And I told him I wanted a part in the movie. Um, Hold on, stop. Yeah. No. Huh. You did what? I was, yeah. So in this little interim time, I was consulting. So Dallas came back around. He wanted to hire me for Free World. Free World was Joy, Lissette, TT, like mm -hmm. a couple artists, Boo Boo from the Highland Place Mobsters. He actually did that song, Get It On Tonight, that mm -hmm. it was his single first, and then it ended up becoming a hit on uh, Montel Jordan. Right. But anyway, so. At that time, this guy named Shep from Harlem came and he brought AZ, the character Wood Harris played, to my office. Okay. And at this time, Free World was through Volcano Records. We were trying to do films and a bunch. And he literally brought the, the, the gangster to the office, mm -hmm. AZ, and he was talking about all this. I'm like, this is amazing. So I went to Kevin Zinger, who was uh, Dallas Austin's partner. He was like, yo, we got this movie. We got to do it. It's culture. I'm telling you, it's big. It's big. He's like, well, I don't really understand. So I was like, I know somebody that does. <laughs> and took it down to John Street, where Rockefeller Records was, and they ended up giving that man a bag, mm. shook hands on the deal. And two years after that, I told Dame all I wanted was a part in the movie. He never called me. Two years after that, I'm on randomly on 7th Avenue. He pulls up, yo, what you doing in town? I was like, what's up? He's like, we're going to the movie premiere. I'm like, what movie premiere? The one you gave me, So I got in the car, with him, went to the premiere, and saw it for the first time. Didn't get my part, damn you ain't. Um, damn. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of that type of a lot of culture was going on. Then I was offered a job by Dame, because I'm sure he felt bad when I put me in that movie. I ended up, you know, going to Rockefeller, creating rock music. So we had, like, Kanye West originally, Samantha Ronson, Nicole Ray, Rail. And um, that's when I got my entrepreneur bug because I was like not feeling how the New York thing was going. Like right. Dame was from Harlem, Jay was from Brooklyn. It was a lot of tension in the office. They called my crew the Dress Shirt Mafia. I'm actually in State Property too, the movie too. And I actually had a crew at first, but they took that out the movie. Mm. Yeah, because they called us the Dress Shirt Mafia because that's when the button up started. So me, yeah. Ryan Glover, who now owns yeah, Greenwood, yeah, yeah, Derek right. Dudley yeah. actually, who managed Con for 30 years, who's now right. my manager. We started Ryan Kinney, second black designers ever in Saks Fifth Avenue, before Virgil, before Jerry Lorenzo, anybody. Mm -hmm. um, Rui, all the crew that's in there now, big up. But um, yeah, we the second black designers. Willie Ware was the first from the 80s. And then from that, man, just started like, you know what, I ain't doing none of this shit. I don't like the music business no more. I'm moving back to the A, came back here in 2004. And then I was like reinventing, you know what I mean? And I felt like, I was going to do radio, but then it was like, mm. So Alex was like, why don't you come to the club, man? Like, because we started, he started with me at the warehouse, Funk Clinic Fridays. Yeah. Alex was my partner. And so, um, yeah, he just like, come to the clubs, man. We doing this, da 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 And I was like, yeah, but we need. So we just started a science project. Table service wasn't quite a thing. Mm -hmm. Then it became bigger. Then people buying 100 bottles. 
I'm on the mic making people feel amazing. So right. it made people more comfortable. You feel me? So it became like this church service. And so, like you said earlier, Vanquish, yeah. Thursday nights, yeah. you know, Rain Fridays, yeah. World Famous Compound site, Velvet yeah. Room site. So we were having this run of all runs, but when that was happening, Puff had the Ciroc flavors, and this is some great history right here. So Puff was my idol, mm -hmm. you know, coming into the game. Right. I wanted to pattern my whole after him. But as I started making some entre entrepreneurial moves that had nothing to do with music, I was seeing the value of spirits. It's like selling dope without going to jail. Right. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So I got in with Moy Hennessy, who did my 35th birthday party at the Versace Mansion. It was $200,000. I paid for chicken fingers. Like I, and so people were wondering, like, how is it doing? So I started making all these plays using the alcohol spirits world to fund my movement. Right. So then I created influencer programs that all spirit companies use. Great Goose was my client. Mm -hmm. They gave me some millions um, to basically. What can we do to battle Ciroc flavors? We have La Poire, La Orange, like La Orange, like all these flavors that we have, but Puff is murdering. Right. So I said, give me Atlanta for six months, and then after that, give me a budget for the United States. We went up 498% in the market. Um, and one of the big things that happened is Puff came. He still had Justin's. I put a billboard with me with a bottle of Grey Goose in front of Justin's. I had another one at the Gold. I had billboards all over the city. because. To me, that's my my idol. I'm gonna show him yeah. what I'm you doing. Proven, you was proving to him. It was like a yeah. J. Cole record with Nines. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. And so he came to the compound, I put my booth in front. This is my house. So I put the, my booth in front of his every time he said, put your bottles in there, we getting money. So we, we great goose in it. <laughs> I swear. And so after, after a minute, he got tired of that. You light skinned, I hate you. And then Tip had just came home from having Afghanistan in his trunk, so he mm. literally just home. Right. So he not really, you know, trying to get in no trouble. So he like, yo, Puff, relax. This 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 this, this house. Right. He he from it, you know, relax. And Puff's like, no, that you with me. Mm. And so he not looking at we like sixty deep. And right. you know what I'm saying? I made two booths. It's res it's respect at this particular point. You, re you feel me? Right. And it's like 6,000 people in compound. You know damn well I'm supposed to be 3,000. Mm -hmm. And nobody was coming to save nobody. So this Puff picks up some ice and just throws it. And he hit one of my little in the face. So my little nervous, but my my, my guys is breaking bottles. They you know they you know. It's time. And I'm like, yo, relax. So mind you, tip, tip is parallel to me. My guy's parallel to Puff. So he talking to my guy now, not talking to me no more. So I got to make my way. This is all on YouTube. I'm making my way over to the thing. I'm like, Yo, what is you doing? Like, you're tripping. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this is free, free game. Like, yeah. you, you taught me what, the game. What are you I, I'm doing? You're not going to come to my house and outshine me. Yeah. So it became this you, whole... You got on the way jerseys. I'm the home team. Home team. And nobody's leaving here without permission. Like, let's, let's right. just be cool. Right, like, right. So it was... You know, it was a whole thing and it got resolved. He offered me a job two weeks later. I said no. And then two years later, at the compound again, he told me about Revolt and was like, I need you to help me launch this network. And mm -hmm. then I was like, yeah, because we could change. Now, me and Puff have had many a squirmish over the years. Right. But I, I took the Revolt opportunity as being like a hell of a opportunity for culture. Like okay. we had never had our our hand in a, in a media right. conglomerate like that. So right. we, we launched. Revolt together, it went crazy, and then, um, you know, it, it, it started to be some bullshit again. Yeah. So I left, and two weeks after I left, um, came back to Atlanta, and I found the Uncle Nearest partnership, and I've been investing in spirits ever since. 
Oh my goodness. It's way more ladies and gentlemen, but I try to give you a four minute version. This is extras. No, I got a lot of stories, bro. I bet you do, bro. Being on the scene for that for this long and more like, bro, you done seen your handful of fights, just tension in the air, Mm -hmm. like. I was there on the mic the night Biggie got killed. That was my first time rocking in front of like my peers outside of like Atlanta. Mm. Yeah. The night Biggie died. What? Yeah. Footage is footage. It's on the internet. Wow, bro. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, just all in all, you know, because, man, shout out to uh, Black Rob, right? A partner in uh Yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Like, I, I see, think that's how we first connected, connected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I see him as you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like an hey, up and coming dude that I'm like, bro, Rob, bro, you gotta come to Atlanta, bro. Like Atlanta is like he doing it in Nashville. It's country yeah. music. Sometimes like, you have to leave everything you know to get to where you're going. Like real talk. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, he he comes a lot. Like Rob is like this quiet dude. Super chill. Super chill. But yeah. when he get a mic in his hand, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Beyonce just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Hey man, I'm a da 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 da. Hey now, DJ man, bring that back. Hey, put that spotlight on this dude right here, man. This is celebrating the damn birthday, and that dude celebrating his birthday, and that yeah. celebrating his birthday. Man, shout out to all the Capricorns and the wah 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 And then the whole energy it just, lifts. Like, hey. But I, I salute Rob and I salute Larry Morrow. Like I salute all the youngins that's doing their thing because they pay homage to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think we was in the club together in the weekend and mm-hmm. one of his spots one mm-hmm. time, but they show love, man. And they they know where they get it from too. Man, you know what I mean? Sure. But then they make it their own. And that's right. what I love most. The the cap, bro, like we gotta stop this as a whole, man. Mm-hmm. Like somebody inspired you to do something that we all see you do. You know what I'm saying? Like you wasn't just a that just wake up and say, bro, let me try these gold Cartiers out. You know, yeah. like you seen somebody I wear seen some, some type of glasses yeah. and they be like, bro, I think that look fly with me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then boom, you put your own little seasoning and flavor in that. And, and that's that's what you, you're 100% right. We as a culture, we have to start doing that because Pete, I did a whole thing. I do this thing called Soulful Sunday. I like people will erase you. Mm-hmm. They will erase your contribution if you don't continue to tell your story, if you don't continue to put on for culture. Because the one thing I've learned, and you know, we you've seen at 33 yeah. years old, people come and go. Yes. So imagine how many people I've seen come and go. And that's what people don't realize. You could be, yeah, you could be up 100 million. Yeah. But if I've been getting 20 million for 30 years, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? So I think that if you could, one, respect relationships, because that's the only thing you have in right. this business. Money is a whole nother opportunity, but respect right. and relationships are the foundation to everything. That's your right. personal life, business. And we got to get back to that, man, because there's a lot of people's stories, man. People, you know, and this is the content-driven era. That's why, I, you know, I'm doing this with you, because mm-hmm. I love the stories you're telling on your platform. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's crucial to tell them. Absolutely. Man, first off, bro... I appreciate you and your and your DNA and the culture, especially of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Just the 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 leader of the underworld, you know what I'm saying, type where if you know you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like just the impact that you've had, you know, in the in 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 music, the impact that you've had in club scenes, the impact that you've Fashion. had. Like, come on, bro. And been doing it. And you ain't you ain't compromised the whole aesthetic of like, bro, keep it OG. You dig what I'm saying? Well, first of all, I think family. I always knew what mattered most. I've been mm-hmm. married 24 years, got two great functioning humans. 
through all that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what separates me and why people look to me as an authentic voice and culture. Cause I'm not here to wake up and find the, the, the to talk about, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I tell the truth, I tell my story and um, you know, people respect that. As you should. Yeah. So as we doggone get up out of here, we're gonna start with this camera first together. Then we're gonna go to that camera together. And then we're gonna finish with this camera right here. Here we go, we got one yeah. finger, one pinky, one thumb, one love, man. King B! Appreciate you, brother. Love you, little bro. Mm. Proud of you. Yes, sir, yes, man. Sir. Appreciate you, dog. Uh. You did. Damn.